Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strauss. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Cola. It's Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zant as uh, we come to uh, another week, week six, as the Miami Dolphins' uh, downfall continues. Um, a bad loss at home uh, to the Minnesota Vikings, and they now bring their record to 500. Uh, we we're so used to saying they get their record to 500 uh, in the past. Well, this time... They've started off uh, on fire, and it's just been a slow uh, downhill since then. And now they uh, go down from three and zero to three and three. And uh, we'll get more into that and the ramifications of it. But Dolphins lose to the Vikings um, in uh, you know a, a pretty. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it was competitive certainly um but definitely a deflating loss uh, 24 to 16 and um i think that you know you can uh make arguments of you know how it was a winnable game certainly but um for the most part uh you know minnesota uh, had the upper hand throughout the entire game so let's go through the the stat line as always and uh might be a bit deceiving, but Teddy Bridgewater, 23 for 34. He had 329 yards, uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Skyler Thompson did start the game. He went 7 for 13, 89 yards, no picks, no interceptions. And uh, for the third week in a row now, the starting quarterback of the Miami Dolphins has been knocked out of the game. As Tua started the downhill trend, obviously, in Cincinnati, Teddy Bridgewater with his uh, – uh, first uh, snap up in New York against the Jets, and, and, and now um, Skylar Thompson uh, injures his thumb, uh, gets uh, cut as well, uh, and does not return. So uh, Teddy Bridgewater took over the game, as you know. Uh, leading rusher was uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, 14 for 49. Um, there was some decent yardage uh, in the air, and as I said, maybe a little deceptive because it was a lot of catch-up. And uh, and then maybe even some garbage time. 
trying to catch up, but Tyreek Hill had 12 receptions for 177 yards. So he, he continues to pile on the yardage in a big way. Uh, Jalen Waddell, 6 for 129. Uh, not his best day as there was some some memorable drops, and of course there was the the fumble, which was um, ultimately, I think, the, the game changer, um, which uh, could not... Uh, be overtaken after that. And then uh, Gusecki also had uh, six catches for 69 yards, and he had two touchdowns and, and one horrible touchdown dance, as you know. So that that's the stat line from the Miami Dolphins side. Minnesota, Kirk Cousins was 20 for 30, 175, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Rushing-wise, Dalvin Cook led the Vikings 13 for 77. He had the one touchdown. And, then of course, the superstar, Justin Jefferson, six catches, 107 yards. Uh, and uh, Adam Thielen, I'll mention, because he had uh, four for 36, but he did have the one touchdown. So that's how that all played out. Uh, and, you know, the, basically the Miami Dolphins went from dominating the division uh, to um, – I would say, you know, uh, standing in last place uh, uh, without the exception of a tiebreaker on the Patriots who are also playing well along with everybody else. So, uh, Rich, um, also I guess I should mention downside, Nick Needham, it did turn out to be a torn ACL, so we'll lose him. And, Rich, as you said, uh, not for the year for a year so that that is a devastating injury to say the least and and Tua who was cleared uh has now become completely cleared and and uh he will be uh, projected to start uh, next week against the Steelers on Sunday night so Rich not a lot of good things uh, going on in, in, in Miami and it seems like the trend is continuing uh to go downhill yeah I mean you know it's we're one of the only teams that never can win with our backup quarterback, it seems, right? It's always an issue, no matter who yeah, it is. Ironic. I just uh, want to stop you. It's yeah. ironic, too, right? Because we probably have the yeah. greatest winning with the backup quarterback yeah. in our history, obviously. Yeah. But you're right. And, and, and certainly after that and in recent times, uh, not a lot of success with the backup no, quarterback. it's terrible. And then, you know, we were in that game again, you know, and the Waddle fumble was the killer there, but – I mean, I think we really shot ourselves in the foot when we had that that those five penalties on that one drive. We kept getting down, you know, inside the red zone and kept getting pushed backwards, backwards. It was like yeah. was it like six penalties in seven plays or something like that. Yeah, I didn't point out, but that's a great point. Um, just extreme amount of penalties throughout the entire game, and there was that one stretch, like you said, which was just seemed like every play was just a penalty and backing up, and a lot of it on the you know, offensive line, obviously. Again. I looked at that one crusher again, the illegal man downfield yeah. thing. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was really weird. First of all, he didn't even really hit anybody. Second of all, it had nothing to do with the play. No. It wasn't even close to where the play was. And, and he really was He was only like four yards downfield. He wasn't yeah. like he was blocking for somebody. I mean, it really yeah, it was, was a very strange very call. Strange. It really was. It was a very yeah. strange call. Um, and it was uh, a very quick play. So, I mean, I don't know how far down they, he could have even been anyway. It was such a quick play. It was like a two-second drop back on. I know. It was gone. Reception is made, and then you see the penalty. And then the center, it looked like he had no one to block, so he just went down to get a linebacker. It didn't really yeah. mi- miss the look like. I don't yeah. know. It just, that seemed a little weak. 
You know, that yeah, was, I think it was weak. And there's been some weak, weird penalties this year, obviously, in the yeah. league. Uh, this goes in a different category, but definitely a, a weak uh, penalty that um, disrupted uh, a Dolphins' offensive drive, to say the least. And uh, and it just seemed yeah, like no these penalties. Yeah, they just seemed you know, like they was, could not no get cohesiveness. No, I, yeah, yep. it was a big turning point as far as taking momentum of the game for sure, and uh, yeah. you know, but it's just something that we have to deal with. Um, the offensive line has shown, you know, there's been problems with it. Um, this offensive line has been really bad, and I don't mean this particular because obviously it's a different group. But the Dolphins' offensive line in the past few years has has not been great. We know that. Um, this has better maybe in a lot of ways than some of them, but uh, still uh, there's certain guys on there, and I understand that there are injuries that are, are causing them, but Liam Eikenberg has not been playing well at all, and, uh, and, and to be quite honest with you, Greg Little uh, is, is not really looking like he's you know, ready to handle that amount of responsibility uh, as well. So we, we'll wait and see, uh, you know, hopefully Armstead, we get him back, you know, soon. And, uh, you know, Austin, uh, you know, Jackson, we hope that, you know, these guys can come back and, and, and solidify that. But for the time being, um, the, you know, those two guys seem like they've been uh, pointed out, I guess, uh, as maybe the weak links. Yeah, I would think so. And, you know, those, you know, like you said, those are our two best players on the offensive line. So when you're missing those two, of not a great offensive, you know, line to begin with, you're going to have problems. Yeah. You know, There's been not, a lot of criticism not of spending money on this over the last no. 10 years, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> you know? yeah. We should have but the yeah. at this point. You know? Well, well, the money well yeah, they have gone out. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I'll point out. I think there's been a lot of criticism of Connor Williams at center, and I don't think it's fair. I think he's been playing very, you know, I, it's solid. I really do. I don't see a problem there. Um, I, I'm happy at this point where his, his progress is, um, you know, at that position. And, and there's also been a lot of talk that Eichenberg is not really placed in the right position, that he's really a guard, I mean, really a tackle, and they've got him playing at guard. I don't know where you fit into that conversation, um, but, uh, you know, I, I have heard that in quite a large capacity that, um, you know, he's not in, in a comfortable state, that, you know, he's basically a tackle, and um, I don't know, which is a little bit strange in a sense, because know. obviously tackle is a tougher position as far as, you know, bigger pass rush, but he, maybe he's not as fast to handle, you know, the guard position, but I don't really see the problem necessarily on running plays. Like, I can see maybe if he wasn't getting to his point on, on running plays as a guard, but it seems like it's more on the pass rush. So is he not picking up stunts? I, I don't know. I don't really know if I buy into that, but I have heard that criticism a lot, especially in the last few weeks. I don't know if you have and what you feel on it. Uh, we're, the, we're the king of, you know, changing people's positions. You know that. You know, they love true. doing that. This organization's been doing that for 20 years. Never that's seems to true. work, but they keep doing it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, yeah, it certainly is true. I think so, the only one who was me... successful was Jim Jensen. <laughs> Third-string quarterback, the special teams guru, and, and the slot receiver. I think that was the only one that ever worked. 
Yeah, I mean, they do like to do that quite a bit, like you said. And, um, you know, it's weird because, uh, you know, they, they, they do it so much, even in, you know, a wide receiver and stuff. They're, and they're doing it now, trying to move guys to, you know, t- tight end. Connor Tanner is not, you know, I, I don't think looking like maybe the the immediate uh, impact there that they, they thought they were going to get. And Hunter Long is, is certainly not lived up to maybe what they had thought there. So, um, yeah, but they do love to do that. But the thing the thing that I don't understand so much is that they draft people to change them. It's one thing when, that's you, know, know. you have – I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's the strange it's, it's, it's always it's, it's like it, – and it's a high draft pick usually. It's not like it's yeah. like, not like a six or seven round pick that you're going to take a shot at. I think this guy yeah. may be a good receiver. They like drafting the second and third round and trying this stuff, you know? It's yeah. Nice. The Tannenbaum era love to do that. They 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 just love uh, to do that, and it was like you said, not like low round picks or free agents. I mean, we're we're talking like high picks with the, yeah. the intention immediately off the bat of uh, of of swapping that up. So I thought that was kind of che- uh, you know a little strange. Um, also, I guess I should throw out. I, I think I know where you stand, but um, the Dolphins this week were given an, an A grade uh, on some some. I think it might have even been an eight. I don't know if it was an A plus, but an A grade on defense um, for this game. Uh, I thought that really? they did definitely have moments. Uh, you know, you hold, but uh, you know, I didn't see it as that. And I'm sure you, you know, with your criticism didn't as hey. well. Correct. Well, right. They must have missed that 75-yard run to ice the game for the Vikings. Huh? I guess right. they didn't see that one. Whoever was grading it, and I guess they missed Xavier and Howard 10 yards off the touchdown. You know, chasing him like uh, it looked like Elvis Toast Patterson on that play. Right. I guess they missed those uh, two. Now, you know, the one thing I'll say, uh, which is kind of strange with the Dolphins, have you noticed that the Dolphins, they don't make changes based on necessarily their top talent. And what I mean by that is when Xavier Howard got hurt, right, Noah yep. – Igbenogany is listed, at, I think he's the second left corner on the depth chart. And rather than when he's out, rather than make changes, whereas you would have Kohu, who's playing fantastic, and then Eric Rowe, you know, who backs up him now, you, you, instead of seeing that in the mix, they'll just move Noah into the Xavier Howard role. And I think that was really exposed in that Jet game doing that. Well, I guess my point is I think there's maybe better corners that don't play on that side, which is strange that, you know, you wouldn't mix and match that maybe a little bit better because Noah has certainly had his problems. Well, forget about the side. Like, like put the better corner on the better receiver. You know what I mean? Like, you know, go play by play and who's lining up where and move it around that way. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, yes, you but I, I think they do. You dictate, you know? But I think they do kind of – do that and just kind of go down with that, you know, like if Xavier and Howard was going to be matched up against them, you know, uh, you know, that would be the receiver anyway. I guess so. You know, I, I've been very, dis- we, I think we were listed last week. We were listed 28th in run and 29th in pass. That's just a long way away from being one of the best defenses in the league. Huh? No, for sure. I mean, I think they did a, a, probably enough to 
win that game last week, uh, but we, you know we've went over that and why that didn't happen, and probably enough this week. Again, I mean, you know, you were looking at a waddle fumble from taking the lead. It was a very similar situation, right? And uh, yeah. and yet the offense couldn't do it. So I think they've been doing enough to maybe keep them afloat. They certainly well this week. I, I I have to say they did get more turnovers and pressure and sacks than they have. It's been non-existent before this week, non-existent, which is a big difference from last year. Uh, what do we have? We yeah, we had the one fumble, and uh, yeah, I don't think we had any interceptions. No, we didn't have any picks. No. So but we gave you know, we had two. We gave we gave them two picks. So we were definitely we, in the negative turnover wise. Yeah. Um Herb Smith I think fumbled. Uh but we did not get um we did get pressure though that we hadn't got maybe in a little bit. But um you know, it, it's a lot better than it has been. Um, I mean well week one Xavier Howard had that big turnover, that big interception he caused with the Patriots. But it's been downhill after that. There really hasn't been that much. Yep. Which is a big factor. You know, look, the main problem the last three weeks is Tua not being in there. It's not like, you know, it's not like it's a big mystery. I mean, that you know, I'm not saying we would have won all three games, but we wouldn't have lost all three either. You know? Yeah, I, you know, I... Defense is not playing great. We understand that. But, again, the major problem with the team is behind center. You know, the, you know, the Bridgewater, I mean, his numbers looked good yesterday. But, you know, he didn't come through when you needed him to. Yeah, I don't know if you, you could know, put that one on him, things. though. This one I don't know, Rich. I'm I mean, not, he no, did kind of. I'm not saying But I think he did in this game. I mean, he had Waddle. That was a perfect pass to Waddle. That's, he had the two you know, picks, he, though, that were terrible. You yeah, know, he had the two picks. picks. But I think and he was he, ready. He got sacked too many times. He's like, his pocket presence is pathetic. I mean, it seems like, you know, he's he's getting rushed and, like, he does that spin around move and he just spins into somebody else. It's yeah, like, I didn't see like, it yesterday as much, though. So I, I, I just don't think he's a good pocket guy, you know. It's, it's not a great not pocket guy. He well. did, he's not moving the pocket. No, but well, he kind of did. Like, it seems like he gets sacked so easily, you know. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but I don't know if I saw that yesterday. I mean, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he you know, he spun twice. He did that spin yeah. twice where he just spun into another guy. You know, instead of like rolling out of the pocket. I don't know. Didn't but, you know? Didn't have a lot of time there. I yeah. I I don't know if you can really pin. You know, I think he did okay. I think he he was fine yesterday. I mean, he put up you know, what three hundred. Yeah, those numbers were running out like you know garbage time too, dude. You know? they, they they were, but they weren't, because that drive at the end, you know, was pretty big. I mean, they were on the verge of taking the lead again. Like, when Waddle catches that pass, it was a perfect pass. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, so he did some pretty yeah. good things there. He played better than I thought he was going to. How about that? I'll just say that. I thought he played much better yeah. than I, I had seen him play, and, uh, and, they, and he played well enough for them to win that game. I'm not, you know, I'm not pinning that one yeah, on I'm him. I'm not pulling it all on him. There's no question about it. I mean, you know, but like I said, the two turnovers and his two picks were bad. I mean, obviously the Waddle fumble was horrible, but, you know, you know, he's trying to make a play, and the guy comes in and punches the ball out. I mean, there's really not a whole lot you can do about that, you know? What, what uh, you, you know? 
Yeah, I didn't really see it as that. I just think it kind of got loose. He on was him. trying to turn it upfield, trying to get extra yards, and you know, he's you know, the guy yeah. came in and punched it out. I mean, it's not like it wasn't like a fumble like him. You know, it was it was caused by the defender. It was a great play about a defender. Yeah, but he, I mean, he, either way, you know, we're talking about the, the Bridgewater aspect of it, and uh, you know, I yeah, think he I was fine at that point. But I said his two big interceptions were bad, though. I mean, that, you know, those were crushers. Yeah. All right, quick break. We'll be right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near, and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Mercury Morris. You're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, joined alongside Rich Van Zandt. And as usual, we'll take you up to the Monday night game tonight. The Broncos are at the Chargers. And uh, just a reminder, you can catch all our episodes right on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes store and subscribe, and they'll get delivered right on your phone uh, when the latest ones are there. Send us any questions or comments. Pat Catello Show at Yahoo.com. Rich, is it me, or does it seem like uh, the Broncos play every Monday and Sunday night? How many times does this team play? Am I wrong? No, I'm like, I'm I'm kidding, but I'm kind of not. No, it's really, it's week six, and they've been on 50% of the time on on a national basis. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, well, strange. It's definitely strange. Um, you know, we talked about the Dolphins and their woes. Well, there's one other woe 
that, and, and it kind of ties into a lot of what I was talking about earlier, and it was two pivotal times. And what I'm talking about is the fact that this entire division is playing fantastic football right now, entirely but us. And the Dolphins yeah. right now have went from being solo first place after a huge win against the Buffalo Bills to now – uh, basically in last place, with the exception of a division uh, of a tiebreaker, which means nothing at this point um, from being you know, alone in last place, and we'll see where it goes. But um, Buffalo, I said, was really shaken up by our loss. They were on the verge of, I think, really going on a slide and somehow found a way to beat the Ravens and come back. They had that game they were they lost, and they were in trouble. And now that catapulted them. And now a huge victory out in Kansas City. Um, they're the best team in football, I think, right now. Now, a lot of that can change, and I'm not saying they can't be beat, but they're the best team in football right now. And uh, New England was a similar situation. I think that they were primed to to really, uh, you know, go uh, whatever it was, 0-3 or whatever it was. And then they found a way to beat Baltimore. They found a way to to beat uh, Pittsburgh with a third-string quarterback, and then you know Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know these teams laying eggs against them, just ridiculous. Cleveland now they beat them, so they're on a roll. And and the Jets, I mean, need I say any more? There, you know, the Jets uh, losing in Cleveland have this uh, half a miraculous comeback, and now uh, they they're just on a roll too. They beat us, and they continue it. Um, going forward now, uh, going out to Green Bay and, and your buddy Sauce Gardner uh, leading the Rookie of the Year votes as he's wearing cheese hats now and, and uh, you know, just making a name for himself ever since you called him out in the pregame before the Jets game. So uh, not looking pretty in the AFC East. No, can the Ravens ever hold the lead against anybody? I mean, I've never seen a team blow so season. many huge leads in the fourth quarter. And yeah. That team cannot hold the lead. I mean, we no. we thought we were the exception. Obviously, ours was the biggest one around, but there, there's been a lot of them after that that are certainly uh, monumental as well. I don't know what that's I, all about. I, I, I would have told you th- two weeks ago that the Green Bay Packers were going to go to London and lose to the Giants and then come home to Lambeau and lose to the Jets. What would you say? It, what hospital is Aaron Rodgers at? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's a good point. And uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, it, it's just it's, him and Brady just seem like they're not themselves this year. Even in the press conferences, I mean, Rodgers looks like he's just you know in, in another in another world. Basically, uh, I don't know if you've caught any well, of Brady, his press conferences. Brady, did you see him on the sidelines yesterday. Yeah, I seen the his, uh, I seen the, the eruption. Yeah. And then, then you know, I mean, that, like, he wasn't he wasn't there for the walkthrough on Saturday. He like took that Wednesday off or whatever he does, and he was somewhere else, and he wouldn't tell anybody where he was. And it's like they're like like a lot of the teammates don't think he's there mentally. Like he's just like you know between what's going on in personal life and he goes to watch his kid play football every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you know he's not really there. You know, well, I guess you know, I guess, good you, are, you know, no matter how good you are, you just can't mail it in, I guess, in this league, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it certainly looks like there's distractions there for sure. Yeah, I mean, we know what's going on. So, you know, yeah, there's obviously stuff going on there. Uh, I don't know what's going on Aaron Rodgers-wise, though. 
um, to yeah. you know. But you know, it, it all. Adams? Is, that, is it just Devonte Adams? You know, I I I, I don't think so. Um, I mean, obviously, he's a huge piece of that receiving core that he lost. But um, I don't know. You know, a lot of these teams. I mean, there's there's no. Listen, if I told you right now that the uh, that the New York Giants would be six and one and the, and not leading the division because the Philadelphia Eagles were undefeated, I think you you know, know. you'd say the same thing. I mean, it, it's insane. Crazy. It really is. And uh, you know, and then the New York Jets they're are playing pretty good football right now. As much as I hate to say it, they're playing good football. They're getting turnovers, and they're they're playing very, uh, uh, you know, um, fundamentally sound football. They're running the ball. They're, you know, uh, uh, Zach Wilson. You know, when you see Zach Wilson, <laughs> you know, with Aaron Rodgers at the end of the game, well, like you said, I you wouldn't have thought this. Zach Wilson, he had 115 yards passing yesterday. Yeah, you but know, sometimes, so, yeah. Rich, that's more important, I, though. I, I got you. I got Teddy you. Bridgewater had 329 yards. I mean, that's my point. You can't have both. No, you're not going to win it, you know, constantly with that. No, that's my point. You know what I mean? Yes and no. I mean, you can't have both sides of it. You know, like you're, you you put, you know, you well, completely no, there's, dismiss. There's a, of, there's a lot more times you can have gaudy stats and lose than have little stats and win. Yes. The body stats when you lose are garbage time a lot. So you can't just look at that. But, you know, when you have under 150, you're not usually going to be on the winning side of the, of, the, of the coin there. No, probably, you know, but uh, probably more so than you think. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying. But, you know, I mean, it's it, 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 you're, 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 you got under 150 yards. You're game managing. You know, you're not But really isn't that what you kind of, kind of want, though? I mean, I, I hear that term well, so yeah, much. But gonna, but, in this league, look. The, the offense have started off very stale all over the league this year. The, you know, the, the unders have been coming in like crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just there's, and I think that's got a lot to do with the way they run preseason now. With the no, you know, nobody plays in the in the preseason games. Plus, the, you know, they're babying them through the training camp. It's a different story right now. And I think that's why you're getting stale offenses. But again, still like though? I, you can't, yeah, I think there's a carryover still. Yeah, I think Week so. six, though? Week six? Look at the scores, dude. I mean, you're almost a halftime. I got you, but week six? It was five games. still coming back to that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How? How, though? I I mean, you played a couple preseason games. You're in week six now. It's eight games. I mean, that's still – I understand what you're saying at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I mean, I would have thought that that would be, you know, kicked in. You would think so, but it's not not showing up on on the stat sheet, you know? It's not showing up on the stat sheet. I'm just not 100% sold that that's why it's not. So what's the reason? You're not telling me it's I mean, like a great defensive league. It's not. Well, I think that, you know, I think there's a lot of new teams and philosophies that are much more basic. You know, I mean, as great as the quarterbacks have been running the league, I think they still are. But – uh, you know, but they're, you know, maybe the younger guys, right? I mean, Rodgers and Brady are having an off statistical year. And if you look around at the other quarterbacks, um, 
I don't know. I mean, there's, there's that many great ones. Like, we're talking about the Giants, and we're talking about the Jets. So you got Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, right? I mean, uh, those guys, you, you really, that, that, those kind of dominant passers, no. And I think the league is filled no. with a lot more of them than they are, you know, the tremendous ones. There's also been a lot of shifting of teams, a lot of player shifting. There has been that. So, you know, maybe there's something to that of not getting in a rhythm. But, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I don't necessarily think there is a concrete answer to it. But um, offensive is not dominated. Something's, Something's off, you know. Yeah, I mean, I just think teams, you know, the league catches up with itself a little bit. I mean, there's not that many high-powered offenses, but the high-powered offenses that there are are still showing up for the most part. I mean, Baltimore even has put up numbers. They just can't hold anybody. I mean, they're losing 21-point leads in the fourth quarter. It's insane. Well, I'll tell you, what I've seen this year, too, more than ever, and, you know, I know people have been complaining about this, some of these coaches' decisions on the two-point plays and – going for it on fourth early in the game. and I mean, I've seen some absolutely idiotic decisions made by these guys. I mean, can you get any worse than the, than, uh, than Andy Reid last week when he goes for two to go up by nine instead of kicking the extra point and going up by eight? And, well, I didn't see that, but I was watching a game with you where, where they – Andy Reid like, last week, it wasn't yesterday. It was, the, you know, it was last week's game. It was th- – would they play th- – would they play the Raiders Thursday? Kansas City? No, they played last Monday night, right? No. Yeah. I don't I, know what game – Sunday night maybe yeah, it was. So, anyway, he, he goes for a two instead of kicking the extra point to go up by eight, like, you know, in the, late in the fourth quarter. So, they miss it. Now he's up by seven. So, then the Raiders come down, score a touchdown, and instead of tying the game and playing for overtime, they go for two to go up a point, and they miss it and lose by point. I, I, you can't make it up. But I watched the yeah. whole gifts. You know, they, yeah, they I watch, just kick an extra point and go to overtime, and they go for two and miss yeah. that. I well, I watched that. Play. Yeah, I watched that game with you. I watched that yeah. game with you, and it was, you know, it was very yeah. strange. Like, uh, you like doing? you said, I didn't really understand. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he. What I think it was was he was. Uh, I said he went to go for two to put the game to bed. He went to try to go up by nine to end it, and he missed that. Yeah, but, yeah, but you're going to go up by eight to make it difficult, right? So they have to get no, up they, two. Well, they were already would have been up I by mean, eight. Yeah, I mean, they would have been up by eight. He went to go for nine to end yeah. it, and and yeah, uh, and it failed at so that. Though. It I've gave the Raiders it. another shot. Yeah, I thought that was strange, right. but I thought I thought that the uh, McDaniel. Yeah, I thought that was even more strange. Like, I understand yeah. putting the game to bed, especially with the way guys have come back. I thought it was strange when Reed did that, too, but I thought that I, I can understand that, of just wanting to put the nail in the coffin at that point um, with the way that things have cha- would, turned in the fourth it, quarter. No, I don't think I would do it. No, I wouldn't. I'm not no. saying I would, but I understand the reason. What Josh, but like you said, then, then the Raiders got a gift, and they gave it right yeah. back. That they was even more bizarre to me. That was more bizarre. It was, 100%. Yeah, it was insane. Was and, and you're right. I have noticed our, so many of these coaches are just basically putting things. 
Well, we got that garbage touchdown late, and then we were down. You know, we could have been down by you know seven. He goes for two, which I don't understand that one. Yeah, a lot, a lot of strange coaching maneuvers, um, for sure. Yeah. There, there really have been, uh, and uh, you know, <laughs> you know, and I haven't been watching them a lot. But if you remember last year, the San Diego Chargers coach went for every fourth down he could get his hand on and didn't make it. And then yeah, this year, the he's been as conservative yeah. as can be this year. And they're still losing. It's, they're still losing. it's crazy. Yeah, they're yeah. still losing, no doubt. It's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, and I think when you talk about the offense, I mean, that that's probably a team that you bring up, and we'll see what happens tonight. But those two teams, uh, you know, offensively have just been uh, not, uh, you know, performing anywhere near where they supposed to uh, or forecasted to, especially the Chargers, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just been pretty bad. It, it, it It's a unusual season, to say the least, but, you know, it, it is very early. And, and when we talk of, you know, a lot of people say, well, there's a lot of season left. Well, there is. And, and, and you'll certainly find out now because the Dolphins are in a strange stretch right now because they are – finding themselves in, in, in a bad spot, and then they have the weak part of their schedule is coming up now. Um, now you have a Sunday night game uh, against the Steelers, who they never play great again against, and, uh, and now the Steelers, you, you need them to win. They lay eggs left and right, and then they somehow beat the Buccaneers now, with Trubisky coming in and, and beating uh, Brady. Well, I so, thought, you, know, you know what happened yesterday? What happened with Pickett? Remember we couldn't figure out what happened with him? Well, I think he got a concussion. But supposedly he didn't have one. It was the spotter says he had one. Like, he was he supposedly well, passed what, every test that they went, but yeah, the spotter yeah. said he can't come back and he couldn't come back. So that's another yeah, one. Well, that's, yeah, that's the norm. That's the norm now. Bridgewater had the same thing, right? Yeah, now, yes. That's, that's yes. from the Dolphins. That's now the new rule that stemmed from the Dolphins, and I think you're <laughs> going to see a lot. You know, I will say one thing, though. <laughs> Did you notice the Dolphins' offensive lineman? He got his bell rung so hard he didn't know where he was, and no spotter no, called him off the field. It seems like right it's definitely at a specialized no positions. <laughs> they're no looking. They don't <laughs> yeah, yeah they don't I think it's more. Yeah, I think they're looking more at the specialty positions. I really do, because I've seen that, and I. Well, what is, what are, I'm trying to think what receiver said it. Because this is a league that's more concerned if your socks are up than if your head's wet. Well, it used to be. Well, it definitely used to be. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely used to be. And and to be quite honest with you, I had that job for a little bit of of, of monitoring the uniforms and the sneakers. And and it's it's not that fun because the players don't take too kindly of that. But um, but yeah. you're right. It used to be a lot more of that. I mean, I would have to go around and flag people that weren't wearing. If you're wearing, you know, you had to have a Nike contract to to wear Nike, and and basically I have to point it out, and then I have to cover it up myself. So I got to double whammy. I got to then take take the special paint and cover up the Nike logo and make some. But but anyhow, yeah, it used to be like that, and now it's it seems like it's you know, come coming a little too. And I guess it's going to level off at some point. But, you know, where, where Tua 
stands in all this, we will see, because obviously this guy is going to have a magnifying glass on him for the entire season, every hit this guy takes. So uh, we'll see. Um, and, you know, uh, again, Rich, again, he's coming back. And what's he coming back on? He's coming back on, on national TV. So he's got his Monday night game now. Yeah, with the whole nation watching. So on that thought, let's take our last break. We're going to discuss the Steel game. Let's, let's take a quick break, Rich. We'll, we'll come back to it. Quick break. Hi, this is Tom Vigorito, former Miami Dolphin, and you're listening to the Miami Dolphin Legends Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Come to the final stretch here. Pacatello, Rich Van Zant will bring you home to this Monday night football game. And, and I, had to, I had to put Rich in the cage because he so anticipated this Steeler game. I, I couldn't shut him up for the break. So go ahead, Rich. What are you going to say now? No, was, we got the Sunday say, night. Has there been any talk about Tua, you know, changing helmets? I haven't heard anything about it. Um, I, 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 I haven't. I, mean, they, I know that there's. Are they too afraid to promote like an anti-concussion helmet anymore because of the lawsuits? Is that what it is? You think? Because do well, they just have someone with technology that you can plug in and monitor his head, and it tells you if it's if it's a, a bad hit or not a hit? Remember what happened to that thing? Well, I know that there was like uh, I had heard some talk about that, but I think that was just basically um, I don't know that that ever came to fruition, or it was any more than you know they were doing you know experimenting with things like that. Um, I don't know exactly you know what's out there. I mean, you see so many different helmets, right? I mean, there's just it's it's ridiculous, like the Zeke Elliott well, helmet that you always make fun of. Yeah, the evil helmet. I don't I don't want that one on him. You yeah. know. And then, uh, you know, so, um, but no, I had, I had not heard anything on the, uh, uh, on him changing his helmet in any way. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I'm open to it. I, I, I just think it's, uh, the kind of thing where 
it seems as though he has not had necessarily problems passing the protocol, even from right after, um, but that doesn't seem to matter. And, uh, you know, Teddy, listen, I mean, a perfect example of that is, and I said to you, you know, what was the reason Teddy Bridgewater didn't start? And the only reason, and I think uh, 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 Damon had maybe said to me, he says, um, you know, because he wasn't cleared until Thursday, so you basically got an extra uh, day or two, you know, of practice in, you know. Um, Okay, because it didn't seem like he had failed any protocols just like Kenny Pickett, right? And then he obviously Well, he never had a – let's be honest. I mean, Bridgewater really never had a concussion. He just got yeah. called up on the spotter, and he, he passed it at the game. He passed it, you know, he passed it all week. So, he, but he still had to be in that protocol because of that new rule. So, yeah, he didn't get to practice till Thursday, so that's why they weren't going to go with him. Mm-hmm. So, but, uh, you, you know, know, I mean. This whole thing's nuts. Uh, you know, it's, they, you know, look, something has to be done, but <laughs> they went too far, I think. You know, I think it was just the two – uh, I, I've never seen anything be implemented immediately like this in my life, you know? Which is very similar to the same problem they had in 2020 with COVID. I mean, they're basically yeah. walking on eggshells now, again, for an entire yeah. season and into the Super Bowl. And when we talked about yeah. then, what's going to happen if one of these main guys gets COVID right before the Super Bowl or before a big thing? What happens if Brady gets And I think that was a huge fear in the league. Going all the way up and into that, right? And the bad right? part about that was some of these guys were tested positive with no symptoms and no illness themselves, and they were still being banned, you know, which is because I think totally I, crazy. Because I think yeah. you got, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, yeah, I, we talked about that last year, and so we're not going to get into it again, but, um, I mean, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? If somebody's tested positive, regardless of symptoms, you can't really throw them in the mix with everybody else. So it was, it was, and and I think there was a lot of like, let's not test. It was kind of, it was a strange thing. But this is the same situation now, where I think they're very worried about this concussion part of it coming to fruition in a key pivotal game, and what they're going to do about it. And I think it's still on us. It's it's the flagship team. It depends who it is. You know. I, 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 let me let me see him take a superstar out of a game in a in a big spot. You know, uh, and they have the the nuts to do that. If you pass the percussion protocol, you're going to tell me That's what, the guy sitting in the, in the press box with binoculars is going to make that call? I, I don't buy it. Well, that's what I just said. So I mean, yeah, yeah I just, just I don't think that. it'll come to that. You're not right. You know, they're going to like I said, you know, a high profile guy. You know, I always go back to this, the two that are there right now, the old guys, Rodgers and Brady. There's no way they're pulling them out of a huge game for that. I don't say it. But I think it's ironic that uh, the game he gets cleared for now is going to be on national TV again. And I the entire nation. I What's that? Yeah. I-, I wouldn't expect anything different. No, and the entire country now is going to be watching this for that reason. And yep. you really, it's a no-win situation. And uh, yeah. I just hope, <laughs> I, I feel if we make it through the first series, we should be okay. If something happens, it's going to happen early. That's my prediction. Why? 
didn't happen that quick. Because that's, that's our luck. Maybe. That's our luck. You know, if it happens, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna happen like Bridgewater. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm as interested to see as anybody else. I I think it's gonna come down to when he takes the hit, and there's gonna be the yeah. hit. I mean, you're not gonna play professional football without, especially at his level and the way he plays. I could see Tom Brady maybe being able to avoid the head hit, unless it was a penalty, right? Because he's, well, he's you know, also, just he's that. not a tall either, so he he's no. He's that's what I mean. Everything about it, everything yeah. about it, yeah. you know, it goes yep. against him. You know, he's not yep. a tall, so he's got to use much more. Uh, you know, physical attributes to, to create things, you know. He, he doesn't know. He's not a great uh, play maker and decision maker. He, he doesn't end plays well, you know. He does, so uh, all yeah, those he, things he factor in that he's going he to take a hit. He holds on to it too long. That's what it is, you know. I mean, that's he, not going to change you know, overnight. There's going to be a hit. No, I it's it's gonna happen, and you know you just. And we're going against a dirty team, especially dirty against us. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's uh, I, I don't think it's at the top of. The, I, I think that the Buffalo, ironically, I think the two teams that he played are up at the top of the list. Maybe with that, certainly Buffalo. Yeah. And you yeah. know, so yeah, he and, and then Cincinnati had their fair share. Um, yeah, but uh, don't forget, don't forget the Ricky Williams stomp on the chest play. Yeah, know? no, uh, yeah, you, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, uh, I don't know, you know, how much of that fa- factors in to this team, but that was as dirty as it gets. The uh, uh, who's that? Tiercy. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, you're you're correct. The phys- listen, the Pittsburgh Steelers have never been a non-physical team, right? Since the 1970s, I mean, this team is, you know, they're going to come to hit. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, it, it's a concern. There's no doubt it's a concern. So he will be uh, thrown onto the spotlight again. And that's, you know, uh, before we even, you know, get past that, it's also a huge game now for the Dolphins. I mean, they they, they can't afford you at Pittsburgh and then I think Detroit and Chicago. I mean, you know, every every game is tough in this league, but you would think you need to write the ship then because it's going to get tougher. Yeah, you know, this this is a five-game stretch where you can win all five if you play your game. But, you know, if they keep losing, they're not going to – you know, it's going to get worse. You know, I mean, if you would have told me they were going – Once you start trying to hold that boulder up on the hill, it's going to start rolling down and you can't stop it. You know, you don't if you took the first mode. six you games, yeah. if you picked the first six games, Rich, and I told you we're going three and three, I guarantee you wouldn't have picked the three and the three. <laughs> I know I no. certainly wouldn't have. Hell I mean, no. this is uh, no. absolutely no ridiculous. So, but, you know, you really can't. And, and the whole league has been indicative of this, too. I mean, it's becoming more and more where any team could beat any team. And, you know, I, I don't dislike that that much. I mean, I'm okay with that for the most part. But um, but it's 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 at a high level of that right now. Yeah. And let's not, let's not, let's not you know, go for it. I mean, you know, we're going to have to have this segment every week. Let's the Sanders miss kick every week. You know, it's another big miss yesterday because that led the points the other way again. And, you know, 
you know, it was a close game at that point when he shanked out. You know, he he's just a pain in the neck. Yeah, look, he's, he's a good reliable. kicker, but he's not he's not reliable enough in big spots, and no. he's certainly not no. a great kicker. And I don't, I don't know where that leaves you. Like I I don't know what you could do with something like that at this point in the year. I, I really don't because I don't think there's you know uh, he, Matt Barr is not floating around. You know what I mean? I don't no, know who no, you I get. Got you. Yeah, I, there has to be somebody though. You know, I don't know if there's somebody that's going to be and I don't know if, at his I don't level. Know if you make the move. But I think you should bring somebody in to put a fire under him. You know, does that I mean? ever really work though? I mean, these guys are so yeah, mentally sensitive that that really I think it does. Though. Really though, yeah, it I does. Think so. you, you, yeah. you tell me an instance where a struggling kicker got more mental pressure on him and performed. That, that doesn't work. That know. never works. I mean, you're just going to be putting more fuel in the fire. You really can't do that. You know, it's one thing to be complacent. I don't think he's anywhere near that. I just, I don't see how that works. I mean, it just seems like an idiotic move to just pressure him by bringing somebody else in for four days. You can't keep him on the roster. What are you going to do? You're going to bring somebody in to to, to put a spark up oh. his behind for four days? That's going to help him? You make, you make sure that he sees it. You know what I mean? Have three guys... Get a kickoff, and then, you know what I mean, and just see what happens. That's all, you know. There's a hell of a lot of colleges out there, and everybody had a kicker. There's got to be somebody in there that can do this. You know, I'm not saying there's not, but there. there's got to be somebody, dude. You there know? are kickers, but, you know, to make a yeah. move like that, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't see that as uh, – it's aggravating <laughs> now. now this, this guy's not exactly on stutter route here, you know what I mean? We don't care about his psyche. Could it get worse? The guy well, yeah, I think it can. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's... Well, I'm yeah, telling I just, you, there's got to be somebody out there on the street that's better. Uh, you grew up in the tough love corner, did you? <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of averages, though. Seriously, though. You know? Come on. There's got to be somebody better than that guy. If you want to bring somebody yeah. in better, if you want to bring somebody in better, then you bring somebody in better. But if your intention is to bring somebody in just to mentally challenge this man to kick better, I don't think that's the solution. If you want okay, to replace him, it would make me feel better. If they yeah, yeah, I'm, in sure the that's their, I'm sure that's their intention. <laughs> I'm discussing with the Sanders. I can't tell by now. Again, but I know a lot of people whose intention is to make you feel worse. So I don't think this is. This, I don't think they're looking yeah. to make you feel better either. There's a long line well. of people, and they're going the opposite <laughs> direction. And, and how's it working out for them? <laughs> Not so well. Not, not so, so well. well. We'll we'll see what the future brings, but so far, not so well. <laughs> oh man! And, and by the way, we have somebody else returning Sunday night. Who's that? The captain of the ship. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Mister uh, Mister Ross. Huh? Oh great! What's so, he gonna screw hey, up? But but don't think for a second. I mean. But you don't think for a second that that wasn't planned out, do you? I mean, where's he coming back now? Coming back to face Flores and the Steelers. <laughs> yeah, and and wait, and, and alumni night. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. It's, it's so transparent, right? 
the, the man tampered with Brady and, and a coach, two tamperings, right? And then he's accused of what they covered up for him, trying to tank games to get a better draft pick to get Burroughs that he just learned about a week before that. Yeah, and yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. That he just learned about. He had no idea who this Burroughs was when he was no. at Ohio State. He no. certainly had no idea who he was when he got to LSU. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this no. guy looks good. Yeah, good, good, good job, Steve. Yeah, that's a nice one. Keep building buildings. Do us all a favor. Now, what have you heard about starting quarterbacks since Pickett's in this uh, protocol? I mean, are we looking at a Trubinsky game? or He supposedly gets – you know, they're saying that it's Pickett's game to start unless he fails some protocol. Now, how is but... that, though? Because isn't that fall, fall under the same same situation yeah, as Teddy Bridgewater? They're not going to care. See, yeah, but we cared about him not practicing till Thursday. I guess they don't. Oh, oh, so yeah. he won't have to wait till Thursday. You're saying to be clear? Well, no, no, he may not be. He may not be able to practice till Thursday. No, I think he can. I think he can participate, but he can't do full practices until Thursday. But we cared about not having our quarterback practice. They didn't. Which is kind of strange to me care. because Teddy Bridgewater is a veteran quarterback who's got many years in the league. I would think that that would be a lot less of a factor than a rookie quarterback who's. You know, basically, just started. Well, I, I agree with you. It was, it was. I think it's the coach's decision at that point. You know. Yeah. I don't think it really. It's, I don't think it's a league decision. I think that's how that goes. But I don't know. So, so we won't I mean, know who's start, starting yeah, until. Yeah. Probably not. You know, I, I don't think they have to announce until what Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so either. And, and what does that mean correct. anyway? I mean, they could play Trubisky for for a you know. A, you know, a couple a couple sets and then bring the other kid in too if he doesn't do well. You know that he could be on a short leash that way too. You know. Yeah. And so, what does Someone it mean knows. as far as uh, uh, like so now? So we I, I don't know if you do you have any update on Skylar Thompson? No, they really haven't said anything. But it didn't look like they stitched him. It just looked like it was painful. I don't think anything's broken. You know, I think it was just a nasty cut. A nasty and cut that didn't get stitched. Okay. Yeah, like I don't think it was deep enough to stitch. It didn't look like it needed to be stitched, but it just looked like he was in agony with it. You know what I mean? Because he, he probably bruised it too on the guy's helmet, you know? So do you anticipate he he's the emergency the starter or no? Wrench Bennett. No, I would think that he's the third guy. You would? You know? Okay. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, okay. by then, yeah, I think so. Oh, by the way, you said you said Needham tore his ACL. I heard it was his Achilles. Uh, no, it's Achilles. I said Achilles. I meant to say because no, I said, no, said as you said. said yeah. Well, okay. as you said, yeah. uh, you know, Remember not a year, a year. It was, it was, yeah, it was like non-contact, yeah. and it was you know, it just looked like something like that, you know. So now that was, that's, that's a major see, injury. That's for crazy him. how that went on that, right? Yeah, I mean, you don't see yeah, that you know, like that. Yeah, well, I guess Marino, Marino on grass, too, right? it on grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Grass, yeah. yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess when it's gonna go, it when it's gonna go, it's gonna go. Born anyway, and it's gonna go. You know. And on that note, my friend. Yeah. We go now. And here we go now. So we'll see you next <laughs> week, and uh, hopefully we'll have some good news on the Dolphin front. Thanks for joining us, everybody.
Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just roll that power on Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.